The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. One of the twelve, who was called Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priests and said, What are you willing to give me if I hand him over to you? They paid him thirty pieces of silver, and from that time on he looked for an opportunity to hand him over. On the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the disciples approached Jesus and said, Where do you want us to prepare for you to eat the Passover? He said, Go into the city to a certain man and tell him, The teacher says, My appointed time draws near. In your house I shall celebrate the Passover with my disciples. The disciples then did as Jesus had ordered and prepared the Passover. When it was evening, he reclined at table with the twelve. And while they were eating, he said, Amen, I say to you, one of you will betray me. Deeply distressed at this, they began to say to him one after another, Surely it is not I, Lord. He said in reply, He who has dipped his hand into the dish with me is the one who will betray me. The Son of Man indeed goes, as it is written of him, but woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would be better for that man if he had never been born. Then Judas, his betrayer, said in reply, Surely it is not I, Rabbi. He answered, You have said so. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Wednesday of Holy Week is also known as Spy Wednesday, since the Gospel for today always recall the betrayal of Judas Iscariot, the spy of the Jewish authority. And Spy Wednesday is also the last Mass of the Lenten season. Though Lent ends tomorrow with the celebration of the Mass of the Lord's Supper, Holy Wednesday is the last Mass of the season of Lent. The betrayal of Judas is a curious thing. You know, um, I've mentioned this before that he spent a lot of time with Jesus. He was taught by the best and the greatest of all men, the best and the greatest of all teachers. He was taught by God himself. So why the failure? Why this betrayal? Well, because God cannot and will never force us to fully submit ourselves to Him. He never forces us to love and to be faithful to Him. He can only inspire, show, and lead us the way, but ultimately, it is our decision, our response coming or emanating from an act of the free will to love Him or to betray Him. In the first Mass of the Lord's Supper, or the Last Supper, in the first Eucharistic celebration, Judas was there. You know, if you see the personalities who were present at the first Mass, the first Mass 
who was attended by people who are broken, imperfect, but would be made whole and be transformed by the death of Jesus on the cross. It was not the gathering of righteous men, but a gathering of men who were seeking the truth with their imperfections, with their baggage, with not so impressive past, including someone who was willing to sell Jesus with 30 pieces of silver. Could Jesus have chosen a better group of men? Probably, but he didn't. To show to us that God's love is transformative, and that God does not give up on people, even if people gave up on themselves, just like Judas did. But we should not stop, though, our reflection on the fact that God chose imperfect people to partake in the first Mass. That's what we heard in the Gospel. But we should take it further by looking what Christ did in order for them to realize their sublime identity before God as His sons, and collaborators for the kingdom. Thus change for the better and take their commitments and take their commitments and missions seriously, even to the point of offering their lives for the sake of the gospel. You know, I there's always sometimes the tendency, you know, to to abuse mercy. Um but also there's also a tendency to abuse justice. So it's like, oh, you know, this, this is what justice calls for. Oh, this is what mercy calls for. Really, the Christian discipleship is all about meeting in the middle, balancing between justice and mercy. In as much as God is merciful, He calls us to deep conversion. It calls us to deep conversion. We cannot just always presume, you know, like, oh, I, God will going to forgive me anyway, so this is fine. I'll do this. I'll continue doing this. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> One doesn't want to be in that kind of relationship. True mercy always brings out the best in us. And what's the best in us? to conform our lives according to the person of Christ. We are called to the Eucharist to partake in this foretaste of the heavenly banquet with all our brokenness, weaknesses, and sins. But one must feel and be convinced that the love of God is so powerful that it leads me to conversion, to a deeper relationship to God or with God. So therefore, I cannot just remain in sin and in continuous betrayal of him. Am I still selling out Jesus? What are the choices that I make that in principle I still betray him with 30 pieces of silver?